Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we are going to go over some of the news headlines for February. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just had a little <laughs> coughing fit it's in the February. It's February. It's <laughs> February. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing well. Um, yeah, it's uh, cold, and it's happy Valentine's Day. That's You'll, what it is. Yeah, this will drop tomorrow, but it is Valentine's Day. I heard today. this year, have you heard, I'm sure you have heard, you're much more in the know than me, but I heard for the first time this year, Galentine's, like your girlfriend's. Oh, it's, I think stupid. Galentine's. Yeah, I've had several people text me Happy Galentine's Day. Oh. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But I think Valentine's is stupid. I've never been a fan. No, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I love it for kids. You like, f- I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, mm. I mean, it's not. I like it for kids too. Yeah. It's, it's mm. just a little, I don't know. Yeah, it's, anything I, I that makes any day stand out in Especially special, in February. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just looking for something to look yeah. forward to. And we have Family Day weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. That's this weekend. Yes. Now, so. the real estate market um, always picks up after Family Day. Yeah, that's what that's, we're waiting for. Yeah, always a bit of a turning point. Mm-hmm. So, because it's been, uh, it has been probably typically slow so far this year. Yeah, I mean, it's always slow in January in the first couple of weeks of February. It is. Yeah, every year I kind of remark on it as if it's the first time I've experienced it. I know. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that <laughs> same thing. It's like you think after all this time, we'd yeah, because there's just very little for sale. Nothing. And those fortunate sellers who have gone to market already have done so well. Yes. And. You know, should continue and should really pop up. You know, I have clients wondering if if that's the way the cycle works, does that mean prices will level off after, you know, Family Day weekend? If more goes on the market, will there be less of a frenzy for each pro- property? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I think we've seen the answer to that year after year. The more properties there are in the market, the more buyers come out. That's what happens. And it never seems to affect anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's the way we are. Mm -hmm. It's the way we are. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about that today because we're going to go over some of the news headlines, um, which people love to listen to. They love to listen to our news headlines episodes. And so at least once a month, we try to do one of these. Yeah. What's been in the news about real estate? Yeah. Because weather and real estate are pretty much the only things we talk about here. (laughs) And COVID. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, Okay, so uh, let's talk about the first one. And then this is really interesting. Um, For many years now, Vancouver has been the highest priced real estate in the country. And that has just been beat out by Toronto. Right. Very marginally. So the average price in Vancouver... In January was one point two five five million, and uh, in Toronto it was one point two six. Mm-hmm. Now that's it, you know that's not for detached or that's for everything sort of GTA, right? Uh, but one point two six. So we just we just took over there, which is interesting. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think as long as we've been doing real estate, Vancouver has led the way, has been the most expensive. Yeah. I, I may be wrong here, correct me, but I don't think that. 
you know, this was a gradual closing of the gap. I don't know that we saw this coming. I, I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't see it. No. Like, I is think it a sudden blip? I don't know. That's a good question. Because mm-hmm. Vancouver's funny because it goes up and down a, yeah. a little bit more. We, we just go up. Yeah. They kind of have their ups and downs. So maybe we just caught them in a down month and could be. next week will change. But um, yeah, we'll have see. you heard anything about the reason? No. No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like the sounds of it because one mm-hmm. day I'd like to move to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't get too excited. <laughs> no. <laughs> People will get a deal over there. I'm j- that's a joke. Now yeah. I'm sounding like buyers who know nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that continues, though. But, um, I mean, I get Vancouver real estate being so expensive. Oh, it's very it's, um, it's, attractive. I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all, I mean, to live on the ocean with the mountains in the background at the same time is... Yeah. It just doesn't get a lot better than that, does yeah. it? Yeah. In the warmest weather we can get. Yeah. I'll take it. So, yeah, okay, that was uh, that was the first thing we thought we'd cover because, you know, depending on which side of the fence you're on, that might be great news or bad news. Right. Right? I, I say it's short-term news. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. the 905 is going to be beating out everybody pretty soon. That's Yeah, that's um, your big bet for this year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As a kid, uh, we lived for five years in uh, just outside Vancouver. My parents did not like it. Mm. So there are people that don't. Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had yeah. a hard time yeah, the rain. whole five years. The rain? Rain and migraines, but also um, the culture, the politics. Mm. My parents, just, they just did not fit in. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know that I could live there because of the rain. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd okay rather have cold and sun like today mm-hmm. than warmer and rain. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, physically, it's stunning. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you could, uh, no. anybody could dispute that, yeah. could they? I don't think there's any comparison in Canada. No, oh, my God, no. no. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now, I'm starting to love the Maritimes, but it misses, you notice the lack of um, mountains. It, mm-hmm. You do. It's mm-hmm. beautiful too, mm-hmm. no question. Mm-hmm. But such a different type of beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Although I got, I have to get to Newfoundland because I've heard such it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous, beautiful things. Yeah. But yeah, I like water. Yeah, my husband's family is from Alberta, and he likes mountain. Um, I don't, and I say this to him, and he doesn't understand it. But I found find like Alberta, the mountains without the corresponding water. I find it claustrophobic. Mm. Um, it's too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I'm a big fan of the desert climates, too, actually. I could do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Vancouver, thank you for that month. Yeah. Thank you, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here's another interesting article um, in the news that I think uh, this is always the, the debate, but Remax, who we work for, of course, has come out to say that they do not think that the market is in a bubble here in Toronto. There right. is no bubble, and it's not going to cool off for some time. Right. Yeah. Despite interest rate hikes or any other intervention from the government, they are not anticipating any slowdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I agree with that. Totally. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by that result. Me either. You get the odd article or, you know, the CMHC or people that every year say, oh, yeah, it's a bubble. It's going to burst any time and people will fall hard and blah, blah, blah. But it's like the boy who cried wolf. I've heard that so many times without any result um, that I think we'll be in the same boat here. Yeah, and it creates such a conversation with people because they, you know, if you're not involved in this industry and you hear that so yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. 
you don't know if it's true or not. No. And I, so I get asked that question almost every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and then people will only believe what they want to believe anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I've had clients say to me, oh, you know, I've been around for X number of years and I've been, owned real estate in the eighties and you know, that's what we said then. And it's like, I'm sorry, we cannot compare what happened in the eighties to what's happening today. Mm-hmm. It is outrageous even to pretend that that has any mm-hmm. resemblance. And mm-hmm. I know that economies are cyclical, but not like that. Right. So we'll just have to see. I mean, I have no doubt that at some point it will slow a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we're not in a bubble. We have a supply issue. I think we that's our biggest issue. issue. Yeah, that's our biggest problem. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, raising interest rates is just going to cause more of a problem because it's going to create less supply mm-hmm. from people who are like, uh, well, maybe not then, mm-hmm. you know, and now we're going to have buyers still want to buy. Right. I, yeah, I think the consequences of this, what's projected to happen with interest rates is going to be negligible, if anything. Yeah, I mean, um, we'd probably go the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Don't you think that almost every time the government does intervene to solve a problem, they just really create another one and yeah. don't solve the one they intended to? Yeah. It's almost like in these instances, they never talk about, talk to people who are in the industry and really are in the trenches and have a, a mm-hmm. good understanding of what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. What do you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I loved this one. Um the fastest rising house prices in the entire country is in Ontario. And this was a report from Royal Page. And I know you know the answer to this, so I'm not going to make you guess. No. Uh, but the fastest growing real estate prices of all in Ontario is in Kingston. I mean, in all of Canada, Kingston. So uh, they are saying that... Um, because of the kind of combination between it being a university town, having kind of a downtown feel, having, um, you know, a good family environment that um, the city actually rose an average of 38% last year. Yeah. And now uh, the average house price is 722000 Wow. Yes. So, you know, for people who are... Considering investment properties, you know, Kingston's a good option, right? Well, maybe not anymore. Well, it still might be, but mm-hmm. you're getting on the high end for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because 722 is still is expensive, but maybe you could get something for like 650 that wasn't super renovated or something like that yeah. that you could rent out. There are several um, cities or towns in uh, Ontario that I can think of that have similar characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would suspect that it would kind of back and forth between some other towns, like um, like Hamilton, like Windsor, like yeah. London, yeah, like yeah, Peterborough, yeah. Um, anything that has kind of a mixed economy um, and growth, yeah, um, and university seems to be yeah. a link with university, definitely, yeah. Yeah. And Kingston is a pretty cute place in the summer. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's I think that the only That should be where you buy next. Yeah. Maybe. I think the only issue I have with Kingston um personally is that it's kind of in between a lot of airports. Like you're very far from an airport. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's that's mm-hmm. I think I think maybe that's what's held back mm-hmm. the value a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. kind of need to be near, near an airport, I think. Yeah, I get Close, that. If you if you yeah. never fly anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so uh that was that story. Um here's a good one. This was really cute. Um, Ontario's cheapest homes that you can buy right now for under $150,000. At least that's where they're listed. (laughs) Where where is this? (laughs) Okay, so uh, Rainy River. Rainy River, BC? Rainy River, Ontario. Rainy River, Ontario. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't know it. No. Uh, Thunder Bay. Yeah. These are just some places where you can get homes for under $150,000. uh, Manitowaga, whatever it's called, how you pronounce it? I don't know. Yeah. And um, Balmerton, Ontario. Okay, I have to admit I don't know any of these. No, Rainy River I've heard of before. I did too, but I thought it was NBC. Yeah, but I'm not sure exactly where it is, way up north somewhere. And, of course, you know Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying any of these places are not going to sell for over-asking. Right. Or that they are not teardowns, but... The point being, you can buy a place for Mm $150,000. Now, on that note, just let me put a bug in your ear. If you're thinking of buying an investment property, I've been looking at Detroit. Yeah, tell us about that. Detroit is so cheap, it's hard to even imagine. But it is projected to be... Uh, on a really big growth pattern this year. And um, prices are rising there like crazy. So... Just like everywhere else in the world, you know, it's uh, going up in value as well. I mean, the U.S. is pretty much in the same position we are yeah. here in the mm-hmm. GTA in terms of home prices. So um, you can get like a pretty nice place you can rent out for like seventy thousand U.S. eighty thousand, like in a decent neighborhood, not not a great neighborhood, mm-hmm. not like the worst of the bunch, but. So, you know, maybe for like 75, 85,000 US, you can get something there. And the rental values are higher than a lot of cities that would be, um, you know, kind of comparable in terms of that type of a city. Um, so, you know, let's say, for example, you could, a person would rent a whole house that you might pay. Eighty thousand dollars for, they might rent the whole house for fourteen hundred. Yeah, wow. So it's a pretty good return. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see a lot of duplexes necessarily, but you know, and there are, and you can buy a house in Detroit, by the way, for probably like twenty thousand. Like that needs a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, wow. And maybe that's just you know, mm-hmm. buying it and holding on to it and see what happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I thought that. Um, that's just worth pointing out. Yeah. Are there any hurdles or obstacles in buying something there? I think there's mortgage yeah. implications. Yeah. 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 And tax implications as well. And I'm not entirely sure what those are because I haven't done all my research yet. Right. Um, I wouldn't mortgage something there. I yeah. would just buy it outright. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I, how can the houses sell at that price? I and mean, be I guess, in a decent neighborhood. Well, decent. Yeah. yeah. For Detroit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the city was bankrupt, right? So mm-hmm. um, there's some, I mean, obviously there's some pretty rough spots, mm-hmm. but there it is, does seem to be undergoing some sort of transition. Mm-hmm. And even from an investment standpoint, I, I think who cares? Right. You know? 
Right. Like it, it's all about the money. Right. So if the money works, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. So another good one uh, that we thought we'd pass along to all those people out there that might be renting, that the these are the cheapest places to rent in Ontario. Okay. If you want to buy, uh, get a rental. So um, one of which is in the GTA, and that is Scarborough. So the average price for a two uh, for a one bedroom in Scarborough is about fifteen hundred a month. Um, so that's you know that's not too bad. No, and I don't think that's moved much. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so either. Mm-hmm. Um, other budget friendly places: uh, Sudbury, fourteen hundred. Uh, for a one bedroom and a two bedroom, but nineteen. London fourteen hundred and sixteen hundred for a one bedroom, two bedroom. Mm-hmm. Niagara Falls, you've got fourteen seventy nine and about nineteen hundred for a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. So they're all expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. still a lot of money. Yeah, right. Um, now the most expensive places to rent in Ontario would be Toronto. So mm-hmm. uh, the average one bedroom is 2000 Wow. The average two bedroom is 27 Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, I, I think no surprises there. No surprises there. Mm-hmm. Um, Vancouver is still higher priced than Ontario in terms of rentals. And uh, the average one bedroom in Vancouver rents for about 2167 and And a two bedroom would be about 3000 so it's it's up there, mm-hmm. yeah. But good to know for all those people who you know are renting, and if you're trying to save money for a down payment on a house, these are important things to know. Right, right. We want to make sure that you now, if you're a person who's renting, most likely you're not, you don't have much control about where you're looking. Yeah, that's as true. opposed to buying, yeah. Um, but still, if you have to be in Toronto, it's good to know that Scarborough is where you should be looking. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because you have to remember, even in Scarborough, like you you have great access to the TTC. Yeah, you know that Eglinton line. Uh, yep. Whenever it's getting better all the time. Whenever it's built. Yeah, <laughs> we may be dead before that happens, <laughs> but uh, it does connect, obviously, all the way out there. So. That's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's in the GO train access. I think a lot of people don't realize that about Scarborough is that there are several GO, go train stations. So if you need to get downtown, there's lots of areas in Scarborough that would work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, think about that. Again, if you are thinking about renting this year and trying to save money to buy a house, which is really hard to do when you're spending, you know, three grand a month, mm-hmm. um, you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. One more uh, article that I thought this was really interesting is that um, somebody reported that it was the National Bank of Canada actually said that um, Toronto was so expensive that you need to save for over 27 years to buy a house. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, uh, that for hilarious? a few years. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, so the the annual household income that you need in order to afford the mortgage is about two hundred and five thousand. Yes, uh, but the current median income in the city is eighty seven thousand. Oh, I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah, so that's that's therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so to save for the down payment, um, the national bank says that um, uh, household making that seventy eight hundred. 
what did I say it was? 87,000. Sorry, thank you. It has to wait. It has to take. It'll has take to save for 330 months hmm. in order to afford the hmm. current house. Hmm. That's if you set aside 10% of your salary each year. So, you know, there, there you go with the usual dilemma. You know, you got to go to the bank of mom and dad or you've got to go to other alternative sort of yeah. types of ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, as we talk about on this show often, maybe getting together with other people to purchase something or purchasing somewhere else. Right, because that median you said of 87000 that's individual. No. Oh, that's household. household. Oh, yeah. That's the average, the median in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It seems that seems tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems really tough to think about that. Yeah. So, you know, think about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think, um, like I recently said to my uh, physiotherapist, who's a young young guy starting out, mm-hmm. and, and you know, he's been at his career for a little while. But I said, you know, just buy, go buy in Windsor, or go buy in Niagara or Hamilton or something. Like, just buy something. So keep renting here. Keep renting buying here. Something somewhere. Yep, just buy something che- as cheap as you can get, mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, you'll make your money on it in a couple of years. You mm-hmm. can pull some equity out maybe Mm -hmm. and buy something else here. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he likes that idea. He's going to try to do it, I hope. But, you know, because it's like he's a bit panicked, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be able to afford to buy something here. What I've been talking to people about a bit lately, lately, just changing topics to another thing in the media a little bit, is the last couple of years there's been such a big interest in – Buying in cottage country. Yeah. And maybe it's because it's February that it's starting to be in the media a little bit, and I certainly have people talking about it. And I was interested to learn where the um, the top um, most attractive, most busy mm-hmm. cottage country towns yeah. were uh, recently. And they are, if I recall correctly, I can think of the top four, Wasega Beach, mm-hmm. Collingwood, Tilsonburg, and Woodstock. Mm. I know this because I had looked it up recently for a client, mm-hmm. that their population growth has been just crazy through the reef wow. and consequently values there are also through the roof recently. So I know Collingwood's insane. Collingwood's insane. Yeah. So, you know, maybe if you have this urge um, and desire to buy some cottage um, property, that information is good to know, both in terms of if you've got the money, where you might want to go, but, you know, where maybe to rule out and look for different settings. Yeah. Those are the top four. How far away is Tilsonburg from Toronto? I think it's it's too far to be going all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know the exact answer to that. No. Although I've been there. Yeah. Um, Interesting. We'll have to look mm-hmm. that up. Um, but yeah, I know Collingwood, uh, you, you know, a lot of people have just decided to move there, right? And it's yeah. a cute place. Like I can see... Tilson, sorry, Tilsonburg isn't as far long away as I thought. Oh, it's, no. Um, just over two hours. Oh, okay. That's not mm-hmm. bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not mm-hmm. bad at all. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think, you know, once the weather gets a little better, people start to get that urge again. I have people talking about it now. Mm. Yeah. I they're, don't. they're thinking early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Woodstock is even shorter. It's under two hours. Yeah, Woodstock's not far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's funny that cottage country is more east and north. Like, you don't see a lot of the west, as much west. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Anyway, I guess that's because we we really think of it as lake frontage. And yeah, west of Toronto. Yeah, there are some, like there I, are some, but yeah, I know. remember going a couple hours west. 
yeah. back in the day for... Well, I have lots of friends with places like at Grand Bend, like on Lake Huron. Yeah. Or King Carden, that kind of place. Yeah, yeah, maybe around there um, is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hear as much about that, though, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right, I guess that about wraps it up. I don't think we have any other That's stories real to cover. News. Real estate in the news this time. As um, well as, like, the constant stories about undersupply and yeah. some multiple craziness going mm-hmm. on. Those are those stories are always in the news. They're always in the news. Mm-hmm. You can count on that every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is... Uh, yeah, broken record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we appreciate your support. And, of course, please uh, send in your questions, as always, and follow us on all of our social channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.